0: Welcome to Capture Culture where worlds collide, creatives thrive, and the beat never dies. We're your host, that's Alex. What's going on? I'm Alex coming fresh with a mic check and thanking you for the time you're about to invest. What's up, Alex? What's up,
1: bro? How you doing?
0: Doing good, man. What a weekend. What a weekend it's been. Yeah. Right? Yeah,
1: it's been pretty uh been full weekend, sir.
0: We had two game sevens mm-hmm. in the NBA, two crazy game sevens. We had Kendrick Lamar after five years dropping an album.
1: What'd you think of that? A
0: lot to un a lot to unpack.
1: What'd you think of that new Kendrick Lamar album, sir?
0: Man. So I was tired when it came out at 9 p.m., right? Mm. So I was a little tired. And the album itself has a very mellow vibe to it. So I wasn't digging it at first, listen, man. I listened to it and I was I was kind of like surprised. I was a little disappointed because it wasn't necessarily what i was expecting or what i wanted
1: what were were you kind of expecting more like dr Dre beats like what
0: well yeah i was definitely expecting a little more pop with some hits Mm -hmm. you know last album damn had dna and humble and whatnot so with this album i was just expecting him to come back with a bang right want to tell the rap game this is who i am and I'm, i'm back right and he took a very interesting approach man he took a very interesting approach this was more like a therapy session for him on this album Uh and yeah i had to i really had to give it a full weekend all weekend all i've been doing was listening to this album and really listening to the songs and breaking it down and my opinion of it's changed since it first came out it's definitely a heavy album and it's really good and it's very artistic it's definitely a poetic
1: album so when you say heavy album you say it's just a deeper kind of uh topics that he's talking about
0: yeah Mm. yeah i'd say i mean he really goes through it all and what i admire about him is you know people call him the goat people call him king kendrick people are waiting for this album five years in the making it's like where where has he been right he just hasn't been around he did like two features or something in the span of that album right and he's recently been coming back and with all that pressure and the weight of the world on him he really said fuck y'all making an album that I want to make, and it was still true to him, and it was his own artistic expression. And in this album, I feel like he unloaded so much shit that he had to get off his chest just to continue to be an artist and a rapper in the game. Like, I feel like if he didn't make this album, he might've fallen into depression, for real. Yeah. Have you listened
1: to uh, it? No, I mean, uh, you know, I didn't, I'm not the biggest Kendrick fan. Uh, I did hear uh, the the single that he released, the, the b- music video. The one that you sent me. Okay. Um, uh,
0: to me, N ninety five. Yeah, to
1: me, it's 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 standard Kendrick. I'm not Kendrick is uh, he's a dope. Look, uh, the last time Kendrick impressed impressed me was um, on the what was it? The, what's that damn song called? It was a Big Sean song, or
0: oh, uh, what was it? The Control, control verse.
1: Control right, control, right, right, right. That was the last time I was impressed by Kendrick, really. Oh, that's sad to say. It's about like, you know, ten years ago almost, I feel like. Um Yeah. And uh Well,
0: I would say, I mean, you like rappers with punchlines. Do I? Is that okay. fair to say? And who does I mean, who doesn't? No, yeah. no, no. I'm asking. I'm I asking. Because when I listen to your raps, uh right. like it's not like uh they just have punchlines. They're good rappers with punchlines. And I don't mean anything by that.
1: Right, like Marlon Kraft is a little more of a punchline rapper. I would say
0: he's good, though. right? He's, he's, he's good though. Marlon craft is on an, another level. He's one of the great artists you've showed me from the underground thanks. that I like a lot. Yeah. I really like him for sure. Actually, I really like him. He reps New York very hard, you know, and uh, he's got a message though, man. When you show me his videos, his videos have a message that right. his music has a message. And for me, that's why Kendrick has always been one of my favorite artists. Huh. My favorite artist actually is because his music is a movement. His music is more than just music. So with this album, that's why it had to grow on me. I really had to digest it because he was saying so damn much, man. He was saying so damn much, but it was musical. It was more of art pieces being put together and not worried about what people want him to deliver. In the song Crown, he talks about how you can't please everybody. He says, he keeps repeating repeating that, please everyone. And he talks about how he can't even please himself. So that's... That's what he's got to do. He's just got to keep making himself and not worry about other people like me wanting certain singles. But as I digested it, though, okay, I mean, he talks about having a trans uncle. He talks about having a trans cousin. Really? Yeah. He talks about anti-diaries. Ha- okay. On that song, he talks about that. And again, it's not like a easy-to-listen-to song, but it's just...
1: It's not exactly the type it's, of music that you're gonna listen to before getting ready to go out to the club, right? No. Right.
0: It's not there's I don't even think there's one club song really on here. There's a couple you could maybe stretch out and say, but there's not really anything for the club, which I love. You're talking one of the biggest rappers out. People expect you to deliver club songs, at least one or two, and he doesn't give a shit about that. Mm. He's talking about having trans um relatives. He talks about being addicted to sex and cheating on his fiance. Mm which is which is crazy and he talks about talks about having daddy issues he talks about it's funny we were just talking about spirituality right and you asked me when i became spiritual and i told you in life you got to go through journeys you got to question everything and you got to come back to it right we were just talking about this and it's my favorite rapper in these songs he's saying how he used to be christian but now he just prays to like the trees and the energy
1: is that what he's saying? In, like is this. that what he's saying yeah, in his rapture like, now? He prays the trees and energy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. When you say it like that, it sounds funny. Well, but because I remember, remember how I was telling you the synchronization of everything. Mm-hmm. How everything is synchronized, and he actually says that word exactly: synchronization. And he's saying how now he's just committed to the energy and the idea of uh, spiritual. He's broken religion. Right.
1: So he's right? kind of lost his faith in God what he's saying no no
0: no not at all he repurposed it mm. he repurposed it and he but he used to be very very like a cr- than
1: he used to be very christian kind of based religious raps i feel like I've, I've heard a few of his you know what i'm saying like he did have that kind of god feel to his some of his songs some of his uh maybe more of his 100%. deeper songs on his older albums were a little bit like that you know Oh, um,
0: sure. And even on even on this album, too. But what I'm saying is he tra- he calls it transformation. He says he's hmm. transformed and you could just hear what you hear is a man who's been through a lot in the last five years. You hear his traumas. He talks about his traumas. He talks about getting beat down. He talks about um his low self-esteem and, and all of that and family members suing him and dealing with all this shit. And you realize that these five years he's really just been going through it. And he made an album that just talks about that, and he exposed that. And I think it's so cool because when people praise you, when you have that fame and you have so many people praising you, you know, you got you got rappers that go on IG with money stacks to their ears and diamonds and all this stuff, right? Yeah. What does Kendrick Lamar do? He humbles himself and just shows us all he's human. And it's kind of crazy. It's it's really, uh, it's very introspective album. It's not my favorite album of his, but it is a good album and all in all i think it was a good outing okay it's, i hope i think he's got more in the tank and i do think he's going to be releasing more music not taking so long in between albums like he did with so
1: as movie. a kendrick fan right uh hmm. what what number do you rate it like one through ten what's a what's the rating oh
0: uh, like a rating on yeah this 10 album. being, For being me, the best. I would say- 10 being the best you know, I'd say I would say it's a 7 because it's good, but it's kind of a hard listen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hard
1: listen. All right. All right. How much of the album are you going to I mean put on repeat? Really. You know, like how much of the album are you going to listen to again and again? Like which song on there really
0: grabs yeah, you go by the ball? All right. It. You know, I do like United in Grief right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's different. N95, guess me. Die Hard is kind of like everyone's main single. Father Time is good. I honestly all these songs started growing on me as the story is told and the songs and the concepts sink in. Mm-hmm. Uh Rich Spirits Okay. We Cry Together was the like the domestic violence song. And when I first heard this song, it was so hard to listen to because it's literally, Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, fuck you. And that's that's the hook. They're screaming at each other back and forth. And it's like, yo man.
1: Your daddy ain't at shit. Time, Your mama ain't shit. You, you yeah. know, like have you heard that <laughs> Rizzo right. song?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, like, the first time I heard that song, it was just hard to listen to, and it wasn't what I wanted after five years of missing out on Kendrick Lamar, right? right? But now it, now I actually, like, like that song. That's one of the songs I like. But, well, I keep going back to it. Maybe not, but it's a good message there. It's just, like, a battle of the sexes song. It shows the perspective from a man and a woman. <sighs> you know, I, Purple Hearts is dope. I like Purple Hearts. Can well. I just
1: say, like, how often do you listen to music dope for the message, you know what I'm saying? Like how often? I mean, yeah, I understand that, that Immortal Technique is a good um, uh, message kind of giver, you know. Uh, I feel like, but I'm not bumping Immortal Technique all the time. How? I, that's kind of my my problem with Kendrick is that he's just kind of preaching a little bit too much. And then again, I feel like he's not preaching to me. I'm not. I'm not the crowd that he's looking to reach. You know. So. It,
0: it, no, for sure. No, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that, yeah. but that's you, yeah. you know, for the most part, the masses want substance right. in their music. Right. You want substance. I mean, it's not like I'm not criticizing what you listen to. You're just looking for a different type of substance. You want punchlines. That's why I kind of say you just want like easygoing raps to just bounce to in your car. Right. And I wanted that too, with this album. That's why I was like, it took me a while to digest it. Cause it's not what I wanted, but that doesn't mean it's not good. I really had to kind of put what I wanted on the side and I had to listen to what he was trying to say as an artist. That's what separates artists from rappers. Mm-hmm. Those with a message and a substance and a movement and those that don't have that, you're just a rapper. And rappers talk about that all the time. And if you're going to have real fans and keep selling out these shows, it's because people identify with you and relate to you and they love the message that you're about and they support you. And that's just how it goes. Yeah. you know. So for me, you asked me a question. The best artists in my GOATs are rappers with messages. But that doesn't mean I don't like to just put something on and bop to and bounce to and just hear some good bars. Like, I love that, too. There's nothing wrong with that. But the GOATs have a lot of intricacy and they put a lot of thought into their rap and as an album as a whole. All right. So not just putting out songs, right? Not just putting out songs, putting out an album.
1: Well, putting out an album nowadays, right, is a little bit of putting out an album as it to me is an art piece you know like an album is an art piece it's a it's a statement you know when you an album when an artist puts out an album as opposed to a mixtape or as opposed to an ep the or an lp i'm sorry when they put out an ep that's kind of the that's their art piece that's what you kind of judge them on uh and I feel like uh, as artists go on, you kind of expect them to always be releasing the same type of music that they used to do, you know, like you want their music to sound like the album previous, you know, but if that was the case, then that artist sucks because that artist is not growing, that artist is not evolving as an artist, you know, as they kind of go on and make music, they, um, you want them to experiment with different styles and different sounds of music. For instance, like ASAP Rocky, he does that, you know, he, he's, he's, or or Tyler. Uh, the creator, he does that. You know, they've got this kind of uh, real artist kind of feel about them, you know, uh, as opposed to uh, like I feel like 50 Cent is more of like just a rapper. Okay. Yeah. What do you think of that? No? Am I just.
0: Well, 50 what? ain't making no music, but yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. I mean, 50 is a rapper. 50 right. is a. He's semi artistic. I mean, he definitely has the backing of that and he's a. Fucking brilliant mind. Fifty knew what he was doing, came in and took over the game right. and changed and changed the game. You know, I consider Fifty one of the goats and I wouldn't even put him anywhere near even the top twenty lyricists. Yet he's a goat to Tekashi me. Takashi Six like, Nine Takashi
1: six. six Nine is more of a I don't even feel like he's a rapper. I feel like he's a good video editor, you know, and like he's got these good kind of videos that he puts out there. But an
0: artist, I feel like they're all artists, really. They're all artists. I don't know. Uh what Nah, not. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say not all of them, man. Not all of them put as much thought and effort into albums and singles and take pride into it. You know what I mean? They, To a certain extent, they are. Making music isn't easy. And until you've tried, you really can't criticize it. And you, know, you really got to give everyone their due listen. You really got to listen to it and listen to what they're trying to say. Right. And I think the best artists are people that have something to say and relate to people.
1: What would you rate you know, I mean, uh, on... On the scale compared to the rest of Kendrick's albums, what would you rate this album? With his rest, like uh, this would be number two after uh, a good kid, Mad City. Like, what would the rating be? Uh,
0: to me, well, to me, this is this is my least favorite, least favorite. Kendrick album. Okay. Well, as of right now, it might it might nah, it is it is it's my least favorite. Look, I mean the things again he's talking about are heavy, man. He's talking about some heavy traumas that he went through in the hood. He's talked he talked about being sexually abused and how most of these rappers are sexually abused and that they use tattoos and chains mm-hmm. to cover up all that stuff. And he's talking about how before you we judge them for how they move, you got to you got to like see them for how they're coping with all these traumas. And it's definitely for the black community or for people that grow up within poverty and within the hood it's it's for them Mm. it's it's mostly for them but you you could take pieces of that and relate it to your life just life being hard or having dad issues or whatever the case may be or having your addictions to things and vices right he's fallen victim to that himself so it made this album made him very human but still my least more more of like
1: an album he created for himself as opposed to an album he made for the people right
0: yep Yeah. But it is for the people, because when I'm reading the comments, you know, we all like to read the reactions in the comments. People are loving it. People are loving it and they're praising it. And to me, that's even awesome for me, because I do think he's the GOAT. Whoa. And I do think that. And and it's awesome for me that even though I'm it's not connecting with me in that type of way, he's actually he means a lot to a lot of people right now that are listening to this and relating to this. Right.
1: Message. I mean, I imagine there's an audience that he's hitting with that, you know, is connecting to it. Uh, but what are the critics saying? Like, what are the uh, like the magazines and the websites oh, saying oh, about uh,
0: it? Al- album of the year. Oh, really? Fire. Really? Right? All that oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. Look, it really. If you really look at it, man, from a standpoint of an artistic piece, it's dope. Look, the best rapper out right now to me is like Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher is coming with some fire, right? right? Uh, Vince Staples just released an album. Ramona, Ramona Hill broke my heart or something like that. That's actually a good album, bro. Chill vibes.
1: Ramona Hill. Chill Ramona vibes. Ramona Hill, that's the girl that they write books about, right? Ramona
0: Park. I'm sorry. Uh, Ramona,
1: Ramona Park. Ramona Hill. Broke yeah. my heart. I think Ramona Hill. Vince Staples. Okay.
0: You know, Who, I've been, I've been digging the Benny the Butcher lately yeah. as far as just hard raps, you know, uh, Logic just dropped that song with Russ. And I love that, that lyric. It's not going to be our official <laughs> lyrical miracle of the day, but he said, what, what did Russ say? He said, I had a dream, I had a nightmare last night that I fell asleep on myself. Oh, snap. <laughs> that's a good album. My asshole. God, man. So, look, like, when I praise Kendrick for the album he dropped, that's not to say, man, that there's not artists dropping good music right now, mm, right? Right. Uh, but for me, this this Kendrick album is last. Then it's To Pimp a Butterfly. <sighs> and then it's Damn and Good Kid Matt Cities at the top. The top, right. Okay. Wait, you know what? I'm forgetting Section 80. Section 80, that goes That goes uh, third. Section 80's third, damn, second, good kid, Mad City at the top. That's why, to me, Kendrick's the GOAT, man. He's never missed with a project.
1: Never well, I would missed call this a, a miss project. if you're rating it all the way on the bottom. You know, if this is at least well, it's, it's a, it's it's a it's miss. Well,
0: pers- it's just personally for right. me. It's not a miss. It's not a miss. It's not a miss to the culture, which he talks about a lot, you know? What'd you think of the deep the deep fake video. Is that what they call it when they have the the face changes? Right. Uh, what did you think of the heart? What did you think of the
1: heart? Um I thought it was a uh, you know pr- pretty uh didn't really stand out to me, man. Didn't really I don't even I don't even realize it was a deep fake video.
0: You didn't realize his face was changing the whole time?
1: Uh No, I didn't, man. <laughs>
0: all right bro yo you're on another wave of hip-hop it's all good man it's all good and that's what i like because we're gonna have two different perspectives bro what are you listening to uh
1: well right now man. you're
0: uh, not listening to kendrick what are you listening
1: well to? like i said uh you know i i mess around with a lot of underground sounds you know i like uh i'm a big fan though uh right now i've been bumping a lot of uh uh hex from c17 uh uh that's ouija max label and uh, he's just signed this new artist, West Coast artist. He, call, he calls the shit that he does West Coast wicked shit. And to me, it's just, it sounds like old school Ice Cube with, uh, you know, just a very kind of wicked sound. Like an unforgiving, unforgiving kind of brutality to it. You've got dope beats. Um very short songs called heck what's the album uh, the album is called demon season he just released the album demon season but i just kind of i just kind of discovered this artist uh, a couple months ago you know when he got signed to the label and uh i started picking up his old shit and went to a soundcloud and started listening to his old mixtapes and man like banger after banger after banger it's all just this west coast sound with um you know this guy seems like a young guy he seems like a very young kid and he's just talking about just i mean you know it's very like gangster gangster but at the same time what's
0: t- the content well actually i'm i'm reading some of the songs right here you got demon season uh-huh. got big time got ruthless there's a little yeah. not ice cube as you right. as you said ice cube cruise night another homicide villains pale horse blood drip and callie Dreaming.
1: Right. Like Kelly Dreamin's about, you know, living out in California, West Coast. um, And then, uh, you know, like beaches made of cocaine type shit like that. Uh, Villains is the single on the album. And uh, that's the one that features Ouija Mac. And it's a banger, man. It's just every time I hear it, I just I can't help but dance and sing along to it. Uh, Actually, I turn the album on and I just listen to it all the way through. It's it's a pretty short album. Uh, but it's definitely 25 minutes it's 25 minutes yeah it's uh very short but it's a uh, it's a good listen man it's a great listen and uh uh you know it, it might be i know you're not the biggest icp fan or the biggest juggalo fan um but to be honest it really doesn't have that it, it does have that juggalo flavor but it's not it's not that in your face like he doesn't wear face paint where you know where you'd feel like you're listening to a a juggalo group or something like that it's uh it's just a very okay i feel like this guy's this guy ouija mac is releasing music for my generation you know for my for the generation of juggalos that kind of grew up listening to icp or just weird music and now he's like the voice of that generation that's already grown up and you know a bunch of us are doing our own things and you know i feel like this guy's just been um uh, doing this music thing and uh right now he's got his own label you know the c17 is chapter 17 and uh it's it's uh it's a it's a it's a pretty cool movement man i feel like i'm um it makes you feel like you want to be a part of this movement this chapter 17 uh one of the
0: i mean what's the, what's the content about like what? Mm. What is it invoking within you, man? When you listen to it, what, are you getting out like of this that, what do you get? I feel well, like that. What you want? Well, what do you want out of this?
1: So movie? I feel like when I.
0: What are you going to be doing? Uh-huh. Also, I just want to package that right. question with another one. What are you going to be doing when you bump this? Oh,
1: I, pretty much everything. Uh, I do everything. Like uh, I drive. So when I drive, I listen to it all the time. Uh, when I'm just when I'm oh, playing is it 2K. Going out? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. When you go, if you're going out, getting ready to go out, you're definitely putting it on. It's definitely got that hype music. Exactly. It's definitely got that that tempo where you it just sets you up for the night or for whatever you're doing, it makes you feel very, get, like the way Goodfellas makes you feel, you know, like you, you just feel very like you're a part of this, almost this gang, you know, or a part of this crew and um, this chapter 17, you know, and uh, you are, you know, they say like we are all the pages, you know, and a very good marketing technique, I guess, you know, it's just a good way to get people to feel like they're on on the team and um you know i've I've already spent like maybe four or five hundred dollars in, in merch just because i you know i want to yeah just because i want to support and and at the same time it looks dope it's dope merch and i like it and i want it you know and it's uh
0: that's legit yeah
1: so uh
0: you got to support the the underground act so they keep going and exactly they got to know you're there listening.
1: exactly you know and uh and i think that's a beautiful thing too man just that kind of uh that closeness that you know that he is I can reach out and be like oh what up or go see this guy at a show and and, um, you know and not feel like I'm uh, in a stadium you know seeing Drake or something like that where he's unreachable you know it's just kind of it's a very intimate almost uh, the intimate shows are better for sure agreed but yeah man I've been listening to a lot of that Um, right now that's pretty much what I've been bumping constantly uh, until I so get sick of it. Is that the style
0: of music you just bump all the time? Because you always get on me, dude. You always get on me for low. You listen to the same artists. Well, no, listen, man, blah, blah, blah. not. But like every time we talk music on this show, it's ICP, Juggalos, it's is um, it? it's Cottonmouth Kings. Is it?
1: I want, what have I talked about it is. Cottonmouth Kings? It is.
0: I, Which is nothing wrong. It's, it's nothing wrong. But it's just that. Is that? On, I'm just asking you a music well, question. Well, I mean, is that? Is that the music? Like, is that just the sound you always want to be listening to? Well,
1: uh, I mean. That's kind of what I like. It is what I like. I don't really like uh No, it's not what I always listen to. I listen to a lot of different types I mean, of music, you know. For instance, we just mentioned Marlon Craft. Um you know, he has nothing to do with that type of music.
0: Do you step out of that genre at oh, all? Yeah, do you listen bro. to anything else other than Yeah,
1: you know I do. No, I'm just asking, I bro. Do. I'm honestly just Yeah, asking. I like um I like
0: my wife got me on R&B, right? So I'm always listening to the R&B stuff. A few reggae tunes here and there. You know what I mean? I'll put on some Bad Bunny.
1: I love Bad from Bunny. time to time. Bad Bunny's dope. Right? I love I'm not, Bunny, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not
0: going to act like I'm, I'm deep into reggae tone. I like reggae tone. I don't know. I, I don't have a vast knowledge of I it. I like
1: uh, this one but... Bad Bunny song called Booker T. I don't know if you've heard it. Okay. But it's it's as dope Check a it song. Out. It makes you feel like... Ba-na-ba, ba-na-ba, Booker T. It's just... it's yeah. it, Bad Bunny's dope. It's
0: just... just you just feel good, when you right. listen
1: right, I like her, and right? that's what I like okay, well, to- I like things that make me feel good. I like things that I'm gonna uh get me hyped up and get me excited, you know, just get my blood moving a little bit and uh you know r and b is cool, but even for like even if I'm getting ready to like lay down with a chick or whatever you b is not really the type of music I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play something like uh, Maybe, you know, like some Marilyn Manson type shit or, you know, some Wu Tang, some hardcore, like uh hip hop, some gangster rap. You know what I'm saying? Or some Timberlands type shit.
0: Yeah. You know? About, you huh?
1: know. Before some M O P some M O P See, I'm
0: know. on that Janae Aco vibe. Yeah, put some Janae Aiko. Yeah. You know what? what artists we both Found mm. I found this found this chick and I showed it to Dochi. Mm. Dochi Dochi's fucking crazy.
1: Oh yeah, man, that chick is.
0: And that's the song. Crazy. Yo,
1: that oh, that girl can move, yo, man. See the video, mm-hmm. right? The video's dope.
0: Check the video out, do The video is crazy. Yeah. The visuals are crazy. The song's called Crazy. It's like perfectly fit for this this album. Yeah. How do, oh, you, yo, spell, how do you spell she her name it. again? D O E C H I I. Doch G. And yo, she's very versatile. That's what I'm impressed with. She's just signed a to Top Dog. She's got some songs on there and she's got some talent, man. She's going, she's going somewhere. But she felt she fits your realm. When I saw that song yeah. Crazy, yeah. the way she rapped that, that fits your realm. And then she does and then she's on this RB tip with this song, Persuasive, too. Like this cool Mary J kind of song. And uh and then she's got spooky coochie. Where she sounds like the female Hobson. Uh, Hobson's dope, too. Yeah, but... Hobson's dope. She's sick. is sick. I, she's on my radar, for sure. She's flying under the radar right now. Dochi's sick. I agree. I didn't like the Jack Harlow album.
1: You did not like the. I just... You did not.
0: You know what? I, there. Look, th- there's like four or five songs I'll I, I listen to. But as a whole, it was a little underwhelming. And I like Jack Harlow as a person. I'm still rooting for him. But both his albums that he dropped for me just didn't hit. Just like that, after having high expectations for him too man I used to jack 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 Harlow's on the come up though I mean he ain't going anywhere, but his album's a little disappointing
1: hmm. yeah i
0: Alexis loves him and didn't like the album as well, so that's saying something.
1: I used to listen to Jack Harlow way back in the day uh I feel like Jack Harlow's another one of those artists where I used to listen to and and he kind of got on and much props to him. I love that he's on, but uh yeah. I don't feel like he's my artist anymore. I don't feel like um he's my little secret you know like he used to be i as, as weird, <laughs> as, that sound, as, weird as that sounds as weird as that sounds man like i like some curly hair i boys, like huh? I, I like listening to music where i feel like it's mine you know like oh this ain't the t- it's not you know if it's a top hit everybody and their mama is listening to that song and bumping that song and i just don't feel as much as a you know connection to it because everyone's listening to it
0: you know, man, I respect you for that, but I'm also kind of like, that's kind of like, I don't agree with that way. Of yeah, thinking. I hear Like, you. you're not going to like something just because everybody likes it. Well, it's it. not... But what if it's good? Well, if, it's if it's good, good, I give it as you props.
1: Like it? I give it as props, but okay. at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of busy looking for music that, you know, like, I feel like I give their artists the flowers in their due time. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they deserve it. A lot of these artists out here making music and nobody's listening to them. And to me, that's... That's not the right way of thinking. To me, that's not the, um, you know, I feel like a lot of music is good. It's just what it, the game that they play, the game that the, their managers and shit like that play gets it in front of your ears. And, uh, it's, a and game. it's yeah. A brutal so. game.
0: But that's why they signed to these labels, because the labels got all this money to push them out and make sure they're out there and visible for everybody to see, you know, and they work on marketing and they work on branding and the, the artist image and all that shit. Right. Know? I used to, look, I used to like mainstream, then I got into the underground, right? I was heavy into the underground, like, senior year of high school and going out of it, and it was, for me, it was all about lyrics. It was all about, like, Wu-Tang, obviously. We always mention Wu-Tang, but dilated peoples. It was about uh, Tribe Called Quest. It was about, like, the big puns of the world who made it mainstream but never really got known for the lyrical killers that they were, Hmm. right? And it's about the atmospheres of the world. And I listened to all that, and it was, and I thought mainstream was trash, right? And this was probably the time where 50 was dropping the massacre. So it was all around that time, and hip hop was changing mainstream too, because 50 changed it mainstream. And I came back to it, and then I came back around to looking at some of these big acts and realizing, like, no, man, they're mainstream because they're fucking good. good. Right and then, and then, and then, when the Wu Tang starts signing off on them and other people start co-signing, and the Nazis of the world start co-signing these artists, it's like you can't just overlook that. When when you get a co-sign from an artist like that, you gotta you got even if you don't like it, you gotta at least try to listen to it and understand it. And dude, the asaps of the world are fucking sick, dude. J. Cole, sick. Big Sean, dope lyricist. Like honestly, listen to these guys' bars. listen to how they compose. Right. These bars. Well,
1: Drake is dope, right? Drake came out with that.
0: Drake, dope. Right. Jack Harlow, dope. Right? Like uh Buddy. You know Buddy's on the up and up. I love Buddy. He's coming up. Dope. 21 Savage, dope, bro. Not all this shit. Like he's someone I like. I don't like all this yeah, he's shit. Dope. Not going to lie. He's dope. Post, Riz- Post Malone, is dope.
1: You know Post Malone is Post mad Malone. dope, right?
0: dope, so, right? And these these artists are sick and they're big not because of a machine that's behind them. They're sick because they got that art in them. And they, and they and there's more to their music and they think of their music as a whole and like you said they evolve. Artists evolve and you got to keep putting out projects that are good, right? It's so hard to continue to put hit after hit out and like as an album. Right. It's so hard. And you know who falls victim to it I think is Drake. Cuz Drake is arguably the goat but I feel like he's forced to put out all this music and his music is a little diluted it's it starts losing its heart
1: I feel like though that there is a lot of artists out there that are just as dope okay for instance let's talk about Drake okay and then let's look at xxx tentation you know like he became dope because Drake kind of put him on right but at the same time Drake is kind of
0: no, Drake. Drake didn't put. Him well, on.
1: Drake. Well, the reason why I heard of him was because he triple X.
0: Triple X called out Drake beefing, for biting. Right. His exactly. Shit. Exactly. And not beefing, but Biden he was biting. He biting
1: his shit. And then they. And then because of his Drake. Because of Drake, I heard of him. You know, like I heard of him because of Drake. And and to me, you know, an artist like that is so much more exciting than what Drake is doing. You know, I don't know. To me, Drake is just kind of. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I'm done with it. I'm just like, all right.
0: Well, the last album wasn't good. The last album wasn't good. But Drake, I mean, he's got a team behind him trying to make this shit dope. Drake's, when he's on point, he drops sick ass Uh, shit. uh, Nothing uh, was the same as one of the best albums ever made, arguably. Nothing was the same. I mean, you can't, when you give give us a classic like that, we know what you're capable of, right? Right. But let's talk about the guy he beefed with, because he just dropped a new album. Push to T. uh It's Almost Dry. Ooh. How was that Pusha T album? How'd you think? What'd you think? Oh my God, dude. The Pusha T album is sick as fuck. And as much as I love Kendrick Lamar, uh-huh. this is the first time Kendrick's ever dropped an album where I say Kendrick doesn't have album of the year. Pusha T got it right now. Pusha T got the rap album of the year. Really? The rap album.
1: I haven't listened to the album yet. and but If you're saying oh if it's God. album of the year, I got to listen to it then immediately.
0: Six six songs pr- produced by Kanye, six produced by Pharrell. Oh, those are it's dope. Those are dope fire. producers, okay. The, the production, the production is unreal.
1: The beats are are pretty standard, the like what it's kind are of
0: fire. Like so the one heart. of my favorites, and it's it's a simple beat, but it's hard, is just so you remember. Okay. Just so you remember who you're dealing with. He's got these sick like drums going in the back, like a, like a slight drum dude. oh man he just kills it and he comes with these aggressive animal flows bro hmm. and then uh call my bluff uh fucking fire it's hard dude this is one of the hardest albums i've heard in a long time they call my bluff let the smokers let the smokers shine that's another good one neck and wrist was the main single with jay that got that got all the radio play which is hard Diet Coke was hard, open air hard. Scrape it off with Lil Uzi. That song's dope. Okay. Pusha T, man. I was impressed. When I heard it, this shit was on repeat for me and it was it was just it's just easy to listen to and it's rap.
1: You know, uh what I like about Pusha T, man, he kind of remains gangster. You know, he stays gangster and he doesn't really he doesn't change much, you know. He wears the same old shit. He kind of has got the same braids he's always had. It, Pusha T. is just
0: polished up each right, time,
1: right? And then he's also got like dope producers behind him, like Kanye and Pharrell. And you forget sometimes when you listen to Pusha T, you forget that he has such like the, a mainstream appeal. You know, you forget that you're listening to an uh, artist that's just all, all of all over the place. You know, like with uh, with good music or um, you know, just on on different all these different interviews, you forget because you think you're listening to just a street
0: artist. Man, I, I. He dropped this album, and it made me go and look at all his albums now. Mm. It made me look at his body of work, and he's got a case, dude. To be, I mean, he he's got a case to say top ten. I'm not saying he isn't top ten, but when you look at his body of work, Pusha, pu- I mean, he's top ten out easily, mm. easily, mm. when you look at his body of work now. Ty, I don't know about that top ten. That's out right now. Out right now. Music. Okay
1: out right now top 10 making music
0: i'm telling you you start looking at his body of work this stuff start starts piling up man it starts piling up oh well, yeah
1: he's he's put out a lot of stuff but
0: so but- this album was sick he put out daytona he put out my name is my name which is one of your favorite gangster albums of all time yeah. he put out king push darkest before the dawn fear of god and then Just all the features and then how about like
1: all the uh, as clips too, you know, like the shit that he put out as clips as well. That's also his
0: right. He's even put out some dope singles that were just random songs, he didn't even have to put on albums. He's got a pretty dope catalog right now. He's got a pretty dope catalog, he's got a case. So,
1: uh, have you ever heard of uh, Tom McDonald? Actually,
0: is that the freestyler? No,
1: it's the he's the the, no, 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 that's Harry, Harry, that's Harry Mack. Harry That's Harry, Harry Mack. Mac, yeah. All
0: right. Um, Harry Mac. No,
1: this is uh he's a uh, he's actually gets a lot of views. He's that white dude uh he raps. He's got face tattoos, he and uh, long braids and he raps about like America or being white or he's very politically kind of um politically charged um artist. He disses a lot of other artists. Uh he's he said some <laughs> He said something about um man, what did he say? Oh man, something about how rap is all just like promotion uh, for pers- oh, man I don't want to misquote him but he's uh the the thing is Tom McDonald is a uh, independent completely independent artist and he has um, been releasing music on his own uh for his entire career and he doesn't really upload his music to YouTube what he does is he sells his CDs straight um like he burns the CD and then he send, sends it to him, um, but it seems like this. That's cool. Yeah, nostalgic. But now he's selling millions and millions of copies, and he should be um, number one on the Billboard kind of thing. And Billboard mm-hmm. won't count his sales. They won't. Uh, they can't. Le- they say they can't legitimize it. You know, they can't prove that he's sold these copies. Whack. Right. That's whack. That is whack. You know, be- show him the receipts. Well, that's the thing is like you know uh, he has all these distri- um, like other CD distribution. He,
0: he wasn't te- he wasn't telling the IRS, bro. He was like, oh fuck, now I'm in trouble. Well, <laughs> he's probably making all this money on the low, and now his shit's on blast.
1: Well, I, I don't think he's doing nah, any tax evasion or anything like that, but um.
0: No, oh, yeah, I'm not messing. But, with him.
1: but uh, he's, um, I don't know. I feel like that's why he
0: wasn't. Streaming. He wanted to make money off his music, but not make money off his music. Not-
1: this guy's net, his net worth, his net worth is um seven hundred thousand dollars as of seven hundred thousand U S dollars, which is that's good. And that's dude. not good though. I I feel like this guy. I is, mean,
0: doing what you love and being independent and underground like that, right? You're gonna take what you take. Well, he could make more if he tries to sign a deal, but he might get screwed and no, hate himself. Bro, you know? But
1: his YouTube views, okay? Like he has YouTube views. Like uh, he's get he on each of his videos, you know. He has uh, like, for instance, on this Dear Rappers, he has 6,700,000 views, you know, 6 million, almost 7 million views. To me, this guy's the future of music. You know, this guy's making music and these kids are, are responding to it, listening to it. And, um,
0: That's dope. you know, anyway, you know, the future of music is death row. It's oh, so
1: wow. I saw yo. Did you see they signed Mercules? Did you see that? You know who Mercury is? I,
0: I, I did. I didn't see that, but I, his concept of putting the entire catalog on an app that you got to get through death row right. is that could be transforming, man. And it could screw us all, listeners, at the end of the day, because now you're going to have to be subscribed to all your favorite artists yeah. or all your favorite labels what? to get your labels.
1: It's going to bring back but piracy. It's game it's changing. It's bringing piracy back. It's game changing.
0: Just get. Yeah, you mean you might be right about that, but he's doing an NFT style. He's just changing it up and he wants to give everyone a piece of the action and it's cool man it's music is going to keep changing and how we uh how we take it in is going to keep changing too it's evolving. Uh it's crazy to think that all the music in the world is on your phone now. Right. You know, that blows that that blows 8-year-old Alex's mind. Like
1: mm, what? Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: that blows that blows 8-year-old me.
1: Do you remember gone. do you remember carrying around an iPad a separate iPad from your phone? You remember that? Like I love those. I love just having that separate iPad. And having that music on that iPad, and just having that one device strictly for your music, to me, that was the best. That was the 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 best way to keep music was in that iPad, you know. But now you could just keep it on your I phone. Had,
0: I had an iPod. I don't know. Ah,
1: that's what I meant. That's what that's... I meant.
0: <laughs> Sorry. All right, man. Let's switch it up. Yeah. Two game sevens, and yo, we were way wrong. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Oh my god. We're definitely... Dude, Not only, not only did my pick for champion that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. They didn't even win a game. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking the NBA playoffs. The Nets got swept first round. I was way off.
1: Well, Kyrie had a lot of issues, you know, I mean, the the Nets in general had a lot of issues this year and it just didn't seem like, you know, with James Harden getting traded, Ben Simmons, not playing Kyrie, not playing. um, It just seems like it was a lot on KD to kind of come out. And I mean, if KD could have done it, it would have really spoke to, you know, his, his greatness. But, uh, a, I don't think. I don't think the Nets are gonna win it with KD and Kyrie uh, and and Ben Simmons. I really don't think that they've got enough there. And actually, I saw a rumor about KD wanting to go back to the Warriors. Did you hear this? Did you see that?
0: I didn't see the rumor, but I, I'd imagine too. There's a lot of tension there. There's just dysfunction going on there. Right. No one predicted a sweep though. That was crazy. Even I, I underestimated I did. I? how bad Ben Simmons.
1: I, Maybe I don't know. I don't think
0: you predicted a sweep, but I think you you called the Celtics. Yeah, I did. Fucking Celtics, dude. The Celtics might win it all, and I hate to say that the Celtics are looking really good. It was just my hate for the Celtics that blinded me. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the Nets didn't even win one game, but neither did the Sixers. I called that James Harden, bro, sucks. Okay, I hear you. James Harden's. All right. dude. I'll give it to you. Did you see? Dude, two shots in the second half. I don't think he scored it. He had eleven points in the closeout game. Just eleven measly points. He played so bad, dude. Stephen A even thought he was doing it on purpose.
1: It seems like Pop. it seems like James Harden can't doesn't show up in the playoffs though, right? It just it's just That's what
0: I've been saying. Right. That's what I've been saying. Right? You picked him to go to the finals I, against the Suns.
1: Well, I, I more had faith in um, Embiid, you know? I am more was just looking at Embiid and Tyler Maxey. I yeah. mean, that team has been playing, man. That team has been playing hard this season. So, I mean.
0: You got to give it up to Embiid, dude. An orbital fracture, and he was out there playing. Yeah. With an orbital fracture, his thumb was fucked up. Embiid, I mean, Embiid's the beast. But I, I kind of knew James Harden just ain't it. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. And that's glaring now. So now you got Miami going up against uh, be a Fire series. That's going to be very physical. It's going to be a hard-fucking game. Jimmy Butler, Tatum. What do you got in that one? Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Marcus Smart. What do you got? Is Kyle, is Kyle Lowry back from injury? I don't even know. I'd have to check that. Oh, dude. I think the salt—I hate to say it, but I think the C's are going to take All it. Right. I think the C's are going to take it. I like how they play— defense as a team but i mean so does miami it's gonna be tough bro but i, I think the seas are gonna take it i want to say miami but i think it's gonna go six or seven for sure jason tatum's gonna be too much marcus smart is honestly a fucking hell of a player Right?
1: oh damn dude marcus smart you
0: know i mean marcus marcus smart dude i hate to say it but i like their team like i like the players on their team yeah, okay. i just as a laker fan right i hate saying jason
1: it. tatum fucking uh you got brown um uh, Right, you just said this, but I, I feel like yeah, I feel like on the other on the flip side though, so does Miami. Miami has a pretty good team too. Miami
0: got no, Miami got a team too. Yeah. It's hard to pick. And Jimmy's been playing out of his mind right now. He's kind of back to being that dog he was in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And they got shooting, but both teams have shooting. Both teams have shooting and defense. Miami's got home court, maybe that gives them the edge. But something in me just says it's Jason Tatum time. You know, like the fashion in which they beat the Nets in the first round was impressive. How Tatum took it to KD, I mean, KD looked old. He looked washed almost. Like, they made him look really bad. And that's why I picked Brooklyn initially because I thought Ben Simmons was going to be balling. Yeah. And part of the reason why KD had such a bad series is he had to do all the work. He was working hard. That's why I was saying, like, Ben Simmons just makes a difference there. To where KD could catch and shoot. Well,
1: Kyrie was playing that like, game, too, playing too though. You know, and I feel like Kyrie took on Kyrie, a bit. Kyrie took Kyrie on, played, you know, he he. he won, no, he didn't. He score like thirty points in the last First game.
0: First game, nah, man. Uh, maybe I, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna say what the the last game the box score was. I think it was bad though, bro. He was. They got swept, and he did not play good in Boston. The salt, C's the fans got to him. They got to him. Uh, we didn't see the Mavs coming though. Yeah, I know. The map, you know, if Luca pulls this off, I don't like this nickname they gave him, Luca Magic. Just doesn't, I don't like it. But if he pulls it off this year and wins the championship this year, he's Luca Magic. Well, to me, it's Magic Johnson. So it's like, I don't, that's why I don't like it. But this this kid's incredible, dude. Holy shit.
1: Now, uh, do you think that, uh, they could beat the Warriors though? Because the Warriors have been playing, I mean, yeah, the the Warriors. They, I feel like they have reminded me of the old older warriors, but I didn't realize that they would lose that many games to um, uh, the Memphis. Grizzlies. You know, I mean, yet at, without John ja Morant, you know, John ja Morant wasn't playing, and they lost two, I, I believe, two, two, not two games, but they lost the game to John ja Morant. the 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 Grizzlies blew him out. Yeah. Without John ja Morant. Yeah. Yeah. Without without John ja Morant. That was that
0: was shocking, dude. I almost think the Warriors, like, lost that game on purpose oh, to get yeah. some revenue. This go is what ahead. I'm thinking. Go, I mean, that's ahead. just let's what hear. I'm I'm thinking. You know, they didn't make the playoffs last year, and then the year before that was COVID, and they didn't have fans in the stands for a lot of that. I think the team was like, this is our chance to make a little money back. They don't have John Morant. Like, let's lose this game, bring it back for game six, and take it at home, and then not fuck around with the game seven, you know? But at the same time, game six was close. Memphis played them tough. They played them good. But then they just pulled away at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost easy. Like, Steph just turned it on, and all of a sudden right. the three started dropping, and they just pulled away and won that game. But if Ja was in there, damn, dude, it, you think the you think the Grizzlies beat them with a healthy Ja Morant? Because I, I w- it was looking that way at times.
1: Yeah, because uh, I think it was uh, physical- Brooks, uh, Brooks and Barnes. On that on that mm-hmm. Grizzlies team can shoot like nothing. Desmond like, Bain, Bane, Bane, right? Bane, that's
0: the name, right? Um, Jarrett Jackson. And I've never,
1: I've never even heard of Desmond Bain. You know, but since when can this guy shoot like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Since when? Like no one's been talking about Desmond Bain, and this dude can. You know, people are talking about how many threes uh, Clay Thompson is getting in the game. You know, and. and or the... Well,
0: you, you saw what John Morant did because John Morant got Most Improved Player, and he he was like Desmond Bain. This is for you. This is yours. I did not see that actually. So yeah, ja, so Ja even gave it up to him and was like, "This is really your trophy," because John Morant was dope last year, bro. right? So I, I almost think to give him Most Improved is like an insult to say that you were that far off last year? Because he wasn't. John Morant was John yeah, Morant. Yeah, John
1: Morant was John Morant last you know, year, exactly. You know
0: what I mean? He's just a, obviously a little better because he's growing. He has another year in the league. Uh, so, uh, John yeah, Morant dude, the got more, most... The Warriors look vulnerable. The lo- the Warriors look vulnerable at times. And they don't really have a solid big man. And uh, I, I do think the Mavs have a chance. I didn't see this coming, but I think the Mavs got a chance, man. They play really good. And God damn it, the Lakers got... They didn't get Jason Kidd. They let Jason Kidd go. He was supposed to be the head coach. He was supposed to be next one up. And now he's in Dallas, and he's just fucking taking him. The coaching, you just see how coaching elevates people and teams to that next level. And the Mavs are looking good, man. Luka Doncic is a killer. Killer. And he's laughing in people's face. Right. And he's
1: not backing down from fights. He's not, dude, you know. He's he
0: looks like a punk out there, bro. He's like a punk. He's just right. A,
1: he looks like a dick, right?
0: Like a, he looks. He like looks like dick. the type of
1: dude you want on your team. Like just, you definitely want that type yeah. of guy on your team, you know?
0: Oh yeah, you know. For sure. He's just very uh, demonstrative, man. You see it. He, his past, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Demonstrative. He's upset about uh yeah, dude. I mean, Luke Luke is just he's sick, bro. I don't know what happened with Devin Booker in Game Seven. He. He almost didn't make a basket. He almost went the whole game, didn't make a basket. They
1: nearly blew him out by 50 points, dude. Nearly. Like, at at the fourth quarter, it was like 50 points they were up, you know?
0: They were up by 46 or 47 at most. couldn't believe it. But check this out. Check this out. At the end of the first half, Luka had 27 points, and the Suns as a team had 27 points. (laughs) The Phoenix Suns, 27 points after one half, bro, on your home court. What the hell happened? damn Yeah,
1: i don't know i feel like what
0: the hell happened I, bro you know what this might this whole thing might come to a crash and a hole quicker than they thought they're gonna
1: break they're they gonna got, blow the suns up i, I don't think the devin Booker's is staying on that team i think that
0: well i think he signed to him and i think chris paul signed to him but you know chris paul he didn't look good in this series there you know after game two they were saying how he just dropped off and he really struggled and he's getting tired man he's old he's getting tired They need to figure out a way to keep Chris Paul at the end. Like, he's got to pull Kawhi Leonard's and shit and have DMPs throughout the season and and stay ready for the postseason. Because what do you... I mean... Yeah, but... What you could do is trade Chris Paul to a championship-ready team who needs a point guard and try to rebuild if he's willing to do that. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to give DeAndre A in the bag. His bag is coming. He's one of the best big men in the league. And then, you know, guys like Miles Bridges and all those people... Those guys, after they keep Cam Johnson, after they keep playing well for this team, they're going to get the bag somewhere else, too. It's really hard to keep a championship team together because the championship team, all their role players tend to start getting better and better, and then they become more appealing to the other teams. So everybody gets their bag at the end of the day, and it's hard to keep together. And you look at this Suns team and the fashion they went out. Man, I don't know. I'll take CP3. Let's give them Russell Westbrook and whatever they yeah. want. I'll take CP three. <laughs> I'll take CP three. Let LeBron carry the load and bring CP three in the playoffs. But look, uh, I picked the Warriors to go to the final. So I'm just going to stick with it based on that. But I do think Dallas could, could yeah. win. And because I think that I'm going to pick warriors in seven, warriors in I'll seven, the- but it is going to be a tough series. I'll take the Mavericks.
1: I'll take the Mavericks in that one. And I believe um, the Mavericks are going to go all the way. Uh, you know what? Mm.
0: Mavericks all the way. All right. No, 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 no. Hey. I, I think
1: I'm going to go with Boston all the way. Actually, fuck. I know. Fuck. It's I just kind of. It, it,
0: oh, I hope that doesn't happen. They're
1: just too hot right now. You know.
0: I hope that doesn't happen.
1: They beat. I'm going Warriors. They beat. The,
0: and it, I'm just going to go Western Conference.
1: Well, they beat the previous champs. You know. They and
0: uh, they did. They so did. it's kind
1: of like uh. To,
0: but you know what? Here, here's here's why I want to switch my pick. I'm picking Miami to win. Okay. Why? I'm picking Miami, and I'm picking Golden State, and here's why. I just remember this. How did I forget this, man? Chris Middleton wasn't playing. The Bucks didn't have Chris Middleton, dude. He's such a big part of what they do. Giannis is known to not be, like, super dominant scoring and with the shooting. So you take Chris Middleton out, man, and he's got to do so much more, and the game planning is different. But when you got Middleton, when you got money making Middleton, the game is different, and it went seven games without chris middleton so i'm gonna go ahead and pick miami heat just based on that because this is gonna be a different heat team chris middleton made all those big shots for him last year he's an all-star this right. year right You're, well, was, you know what i mean he was out he was out the whole series hmm. i think a knee or something like that but all right. and it went and it went seven so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna say miami versus the warriors and then, you know what, dude? I just want to see somebody else win it, and I want to see Jimmy Buckets win it. You're always praising Jimmy. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't think he's got it this year, though.
0: So I think Miami's going to take Boston out in seven, and then they're going to go on and beat the Warriors. Okay.
1: All right. So does that wrap up our uh, our uh, NBA discussion? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a rap, dude. All right. I think that's, uh, that's a rap in general. Why don't we wrap it up? You got a lyrical, lyrical miracle?
1: miracle? I do got a lyrical miracle for today or tonight. Uh, it's coming from the Book of Prof. P R O F, Prof. And uh, from. Yeah, from the song Bar Breaker. He says, um, I wave high while I'm in a cave diving day high. Coated in KY, we'll orgy on the hayride. I hustle like an Ethiopian custodian. Quick, grab the trophies. You can leave behind the opium. Executive American all the way from derelict. Um, so pretty much what he's saying is that uh, that he, he waves high while he's in a cave. Diving day high, you know, just kind of like day drinking day high describing a scene um police are grabbing his trophies and stuff and uh he hustles like an ethiopian custodian he hustles hard ethiopian custodians work hard and prof is a hard-working dude who doesn't really get enough i feel like he's the best mc out right now and he doesn't really get enough slack or credit or um recognition from the industry you know um pretty much is what he's what he's trying to say here is that he's a uh, he's he's a hard worker and uh, people aren't you know showing him his his due really. So uh,
0: word up, prof. Yeah. All right, that's the show. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. This wraps up this episode of Capture Culture. Thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. If you'd like to check out more content, check us out on Instagram and YouTube at Capture Culture Podcast. Thanks again. Stay blessed, at your best, and with a solid flex. Peace.